Hi, fans, viewers, and listeners. Welcome to another exciting episode of Fight Insight Podcast. I'm your co-host for today, Rain Cruz, also known as Ringside Rain, ring announcer for Up Next Fighting. And before we begin, please do follow and subscribe to us so you can get the latest news and updates from Fight Insight Podcast. Today, we will talk to the future of women's strongweight MMA, get spiked on our heads, ouch, and discuss nasty staph infections, and a whole lot more. So, what are we waiting for? Tim, hit it! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Fight Insight Podcast! Our guest today is a veteran BJJ and combat jujitsu competitor, a 3-0 amateur boxer, and a perfect 4-0 MMA fighter, all while only being 23 years young, Rain. It's ridiculous. I had zero accomplishments by 23. This smoothie lover, member of the Killer Kleins and Invicta alumni, now seeks championship gold as she fights for the Cage Fury Strawweight Championship on November 3rd at Cage Fury 127, available on Fight Pass. Rain. Please welcome Fatima, the Archangel Klein. <laughs> How's it going, Fatima? How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Good, good. How was the intro there, Fatima? Smoothie That's lover extraordinaire. That was, Member. Awesome. that was so much more than I expected. I, I was like, how long does this go? <laughs> yeah, well, I had much more. Actually, I had one of your family members reach out to me and I was trying oh. to get dirt. I was trying to get dirt on you, but they did not yeah. send me any dirt. So I think uh, your family loves you. I think your family loves you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that said, what the heck is the Killer Kleins? Because as I'm researching Fatima Klein, Killer Kleins comes up. It's an yeah. account on Instagram. What is that? So Killer Klein started when uh, my older sister Trista and my younger brother uh, Vince started uh, getting getting pretty far in jujitsu. They we all kind of did it, but they started like competing a lot. And uh, me and my sister were joking around saying that we would one day do like a tag team together. Um, so then we just came up with the Killer Kleins, and now my whole family trains. So <laughs> that's just what people refer to us as. Huh. So it's awesome. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, Fatima, we're going to get to know you by playing a little bit of a game with you first as well. All the questions relate to your nickname, Archangel. So, Rain, question number one. Okay, question number one. What name was the X-Men character Archangel known by before he was one of the Apocalypse's horsemen? Ooh. <laughs> oh, I don't know X-Men that well. <laughs> oh, dang it. I didn't know if I, I didn't know Avengers, but <laughs> I didn't know I didn't know if you knew that. But the answer in case, I mean, for nerds like me, Fatima, yeah. it's Angel turned into Archangel in the comics. So there you go. Oh, okay, okay. What I was gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's okay. The questions only get harder, Fatima. Yeah. Rain, <laughs> rain, rain number two. All right, fasten your seatbelt, Fatima. <laughs> what famous video game named after the word devil in Spanish has has you fighting demons alongside archangels for hours and hours grinding for loot? Oh, I feel like I know it, but it's a Spanish word for Spanish word for devil. 
It's a video game. Spanish word. It's normally like L. Like, D. L. L. D. Diablo. Oh, he was close. Oh, he was close. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> this is, I, this I was like, I could say hi. How are you in Spanish? But that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is going very badly. Yeah, I'm like oh and two right now. The third question. The third question maybe is okay, Rain. I got to do okay. This is my fault. <laughs> All right, number three. This James Bond actor starred in a movie titled Archangel in 2005. The only James Bond. The only James Bond actor you'll know. You got this. Here, I'll show a picture of him. Oh, that guy. Yeah, no, I don't know his name. I'm trying to read the box. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. And then for you know, just for uh completion's sake though, here's a picture of Diablo. There's the video game. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Fatima, nobody has ever gone 0 and 4 in the game. This might and is almost it is literally impossible for you to miss this one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here we go, Rain. This is the hardest question, though. Yeah. So, oh, let's see. Okay, number four. This archangel is going to claim the CFFC strawweight title on November 3rd at Cage Fury 127, available live on Fight Pass. Oh, yeah, Fatima Klein. <laughs> Fatima Klein. Ding, 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 yes. Yeah. There you are. Fatima, you're fighting for strawweight gold. Finally, I want to see you get a title wrapped around that waist. How excited <laughs> are you to go to CFFC for this title? Oh, yeah. I'm super hyped. I honestly, I didn't think that they were going to um, throw the title to me right away, but I was so, I hopped on that opportunity as soon as it was offered. And um, yeah, I'm I'm definitely super excited. Um, whether it was for a title or not, you know, uh, a fight is a fight. You go in there doing your best no matter what. Um, so, yeah, I'm just super excited to be able to go out there and fight again, put on a show, and and definitely be able to take some gold home with me this time. That's crazy. Now, it's in Mississippi, is it? Yes. So how far away is that from you, and how, mon- how many of the killer clients will be joining you? Um, it's about a three-hour plane oh, to Memphis, cool. Tennessee, and then an hour drive to... Um, the casino in Mississippi that I'll be fighting in and both of my parents will be coming with me. So the siblings nice. will have to stay home for the. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's good. Well, there you go. That's not bad. And so um, are your, is your family normally at your fights? Like are they don't get too freaked out watching you kick ass. Um, My mom definitely, definitely. I feel like sometimes she's almost going to hop in the cage with me. Thank God she hasn't yet. But <laughs> my dad's more of the calmer one. My mom seems like she wants to fight sometimes. So, um, yeah, they normally come with me. They've been, my mom has been to every single one of my events. Um, my dad has um, recently started coming to all of my professional fights and my siblings come whenever they're able to make it, but there's five of us in total. So it's hard to bring us all, all around. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. Well, congratulations. I mean, like, it's amazing. Now, I did, as I was researching for you, I found out that your mother had started training herself. Yes. yes. For, fan, for fans of the Klein family, how is Mama Klein's training going? Oh, it's good. She's she's still a white belt. My dad, 
my dad has been surpassing her a little bit. He's like a two-stripe I built now. So I think they kind of got into a competition on who's going <laughs> to level up first. Um, but it's been cool watching them train. They they definitely know what they're they're uh, talking about a little bit now. But it's cool to, you know, when you understand it a little bit more, it's a lot easier to watch it. So. Yeah, that's amazing. Like, that's so cool, though. Like, the whole family, the kids are doing it. And now the parents, you've brought them in on it. So, I mean, one day we could see, like, a, a card that's just Klein versus everybody. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> five Kleins lining them up, taking on, like, it's just a Klein um, card. Line them up, we'll take them out. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, you you know, so we've seen you fight at Invicta four times. All four of your professional fights were with Invicta. And we just had Shannon Knapp on our podcast last week, who is an incredible individual. She was so fantastic. Um, after the CFFC title is around your waist, what's next for Fatima Klein? Um, I'm looking to take... Uh anything with the UFC I'm really hoping that this fight will skyrocket me there I think another finish under my belt and taking home a belt um I think that heightens my chances um by that much um and yeah hopefully I it's straight to the UFC if I have to defend it I'll defend it but I've been working so hard to try to get there and I I think this is finally my opportunity to make my dreams come true so um, I'm taking it just as serious as I have everything else, if not more serious. And, uh, yeah, this is the best camp I've ever gone through. And I'm, I'm really excited to, to see the outcome for sure. Yeah. We're all excited to see the outcome Fatima. Jeez Louise. Like we're all excited <laughs> to watch the archangel, you know, <laughs> kick ass. Um, now if you were to go to the UFC, it would not be your first time at the UFC because I saw you in Singapore cornering Aaron Blanchfield. Yeah. <laughs> so, so how, I mean, that's amazing. And I believe Jillian DeCourcy as well. Uh, you're, you train with her as well. Yeah. Yeah. I train with Jillian DeCourcy as well. Yeah. Okay. So like big, big names range. Yeah. These are like, these are like killers. So obviously Fatima trains with them, but so you're in the corner of Aaron Blanchfield in Singapore. Uh, so you've made the walk, you know what I mean? Like, obviously you weren't fighting, but you're there, you see the environment. I mean, no crazier environment than that Singapore crowd that night. Um, how do you feel like that's preparing you for when you do make that step? Like you've already been there, you've seen it all, you've witnessed it at the highest level. Oh yeah. Taking, I've, I've taken the walk twice with Aaron Blanchfield and, and once with Elise Reed. And I, I definitely feel like I've seen, been able to see any, like the background of it, the cameras, the walk, um, fight week, you know, um, yeah. I've, what it takes to actually get in there. And I feel extremely confident that when it is my turn that I've, uh, I've already done it all. You know, I've, I've done it for other people. The only difference would be, you know, actually fighting itself. And I I've done it four times now. So what's the difference? Another one. So yeah, I, I'm definitely super excited to see what the next couple months hold. Yeah. It's so crazy. Like, it's so cool to see like a young athlete like this rain mm -hmm. living out your dream, accomplishing everything. Fatima, I'm so happy for you. Um, what do you think in, in terms of the Singapore crowd and like the UFC crowd and all that? Um, did you cry when the Korean zombie made his walkout and the people were singing zombie zombie? Oh yeah. Yeah. That, that was awesome. 
I, I don't I couldn't say I was crying, but I was I felt so happy for him. <laughs> that yeah. he to really retire. I mean, what better way to retire than, you know, having a whole crowd chant your name? Um yeah, yeah having the career that he had and and you know, being able to to walk away still, you know, with being a fan favorite. What more can you ask for, you know? I know. It was beautiful. Fatima, I was like tearing up, man. Like I was oh, like, yeah. what? This is it's crazy. Like just to see <laughs> it's so emotional. Um yeah. that's that said, music is so important. Like when you're doing your walkout and stuff, your walkout song, god dang, I put it on your promo video. I'd never heard that song before. That song is very good. Uh where did where did you find that song? What's it called again? I forget. I apologize. It's called Finish Line by Skillet. Yeah. I saw Skillet in concert like two or three years ago and they came out with a new album and I was listening to their new album. And at the time I was trying to look for a walkout song and I wanted something that hyped me up and kept me calm, you know, mm. and it, it's, it's hard to find that you could get, you either get one or another. And I listened to that song and I knew right away that it kind of spoke what I, what I always felt like no matter how tired or how many rounds I'm losing that I'll always fight, fight to the death. Um, and so, yeah, it, it, it does everything it needs for me and it definitely hypes me up and keeps me calm. And yeah, it definitely motivates me that no matter where, what, that I'll, I'll keep scrapping. Yeah. That song is crazy rain. Like I was listening to, it, I was like, Rah! I was like getting <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> making the video in the middle of the night. Uh, okay. So rain, do you have any questions for fatigue? Yeah. So since you love smoothies, I'm, I'm curious, do you have like a special smoothie when you're trying to cut weight? And then do you also have a victory smoothie after you win a fight? Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't say I drink them during camp. Um, I think the ones that I like are not good for me at all. Not, if they're not good for me outside the camp, they're definitely not good for me in. Um, the one I get from Smoothie King actually has, it's the only smoothie they offer that actually has ice cream in it. And that's probably why I like it. Um, <laughs> so it's like a strawberry smoothie with like, I'll, it's ice cream and it, I'll put like peanut butter powder in it and whey protein Ooh. in it. And I'll really doll it up a lot. And it's, it's a wicked amount of calories. It's so not good for me, but <laughs> that's, that's why I get it after I fight. <laughs> nice. Uh, shout out to Smoothie King. Word, they, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Smoothie King. Do, do those guys sponsor you, or what's the deal? Uh, no, they don't sponsor me. I just, what? Uh, no, they need to now. They need to. Not yet. Not yet. Fatima, Fatima, I'm deleting that whole segment out now. <laughs> <laughs> Get your girl some sponsorships. Sponsored. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So, okay. So, you want to go to UFC? I did want to ask you this question. So you want to go to UFC. We've had other um, pro fighters that have come on this podcast and we obviously talked to them like, hey, where do you want to go? And some people say 1FC, some people say wherever, some people say UFC. It's kind of all over the map. We did have one person that came on and said like, if I have to do the ultimate fighter show to get in, I'm not doing it. Mm, or, or if I've got to do contender series, nah, not doing it. Because the, the, the ultimate fighter is going to take like six months of your life. And in that meantime, you could rack up a, a few more wins anyways. Um, yeah. And then the contender series, in my opinion, it is kind of weird because it's like, well, you know, my whole history, my whole background, why do I got to fight for my spot? So what do you think yeah. about that? Like if, if they gave you contender series, if they gave you the ultimate fighter show, where are you at? Like, are you just like, yeah, anything to get into UFC, I'll do it. Or what's your mentality there? 
Yeah, I, I feel like I'm way too determined where it's like they they can put King Kong in front of me and, and I'll fight him to get in. Um, so I, I, I do both. I, I was looking for a contender series fight. Um, unfortunately, they weren't able to find me one. Mm. Um, I did sign up for Ultimate Fighter until they decided to do like an all men's division. So I've come really close to it. I just haven't actually gotten there yet. Um, but I, I'm willing to do, um, you know, anything to to get in really. I, I'm super confident with the fights that I've had that will and have prepared me for the fights that are coming. Um, so if I had to fight another couple of times in the Ultimate Fighter, I'm super confident I would win that. And if I had to fight for Contender Series, I'm definitely confident that that I would win that and I would do it. It takes two win as well. Nothing but confidence, Rain. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> love it. Uh, Fatima, before I ask my final question to you, is there anything that you wanted to say to fans, viewers, or listeners of the podcast? Yeah, I, I'd just like to say, you know, thank you for everybody that supports me. You know, thank, uh, I thank God uh, first before anything that I, that I'm here and that I'm able to fight and, and it gives me the opportunity. And to all my coaches, all the gyms that I train at, um, Silver Fox, BJJ, MK Muay Thai and Cordoba train wrestling and all of my training partners there and everybody that helps me prepare and for all the fans that watch. So, yeah, yeah of but course. I'll- and Fatima, we did have some fan questions that wrote in stuff. I don't want to keep you too long. I know uh, my good friend, Derek Clark, owner of Fight League Atlantic, he, oh, yeah, yeah. he, he asked, how are your FLA gloves? Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm still <laughs> to train, actually. I love them. They're perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yay. Very nice. Yeah, very nice. He's a great dude. Um, there, We had one question submitted. If you could jump the cage and pick a fight with any celebrity sitting cage side, who would it be? Oh, if I could pick a fight with anybody? Yeah. <sighs> Oh man, I feel like I'd want to fight one of the Avengers, to be honest. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> yeah. all right. I don't know if I do like a celebrity. I'd more so want to see like how good I would face face off against like an actual superhero. So no. <laughs> yeah. Fatima, you know that you know they don't really have superpowers, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, man, I wish I did just to see how I compare to them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, small world is that uh, the girl that plays Ms. Marvel. Yeah, you know, that, yeah. That, that, she she like lives right near me, and she goes to the comic book store that I go to, oh and God, she like no signs way. signs people's stuff and everything. Yeah, yeah. So I I might be able to hook up a fight for you if you want. Uh, I could promote that. Yeah, Fatima yeah. Klein versus Ms. Marvel Ms. coming Marvel. soon. Dude, that's a hit. That would be awesome. <laughs> and she's and and I feel like she's kind of like I feel like she might be straw weight type yeah. size you know what i mean probably yeah yeah i was thinking that too I'll bump up. <laughs> <laughs> nice uh fatima a question that i ask all of our guests um for a long time now it's a question that my mom used to ask me when i was growing up like almost every day of my life she would ask me this and i want to ask it to you so fatima the archangel klein on a scale of one to ten how happy are you oh yeah i feel like i'm like such a ten such a love it yeah yeah i feel like i don't know i i've met so many people and they always kind of tell me i'm such like a joyful person so i i feel like i do find good in all in a lot of things so yeah i would definitely say a 10 for sure nice nice and uh 
always a 10? You're feeling pretty high on life. Is it because of anything in particular? Or is it just because that's the kind of person you are? Yeah, I think it's just because, you know, I, I'm, I never take anything for granted. I'm, I'm super grateful for where I am and what I have, the people I have around me. And I know the situation that I am. And there's so many people around this world that, you know, sadly have that, you know, taken away from them sometimes, you know, um, and yeah, I, I definitely couldn't be more, more grateful for where I am and that I'm able to do what I love. So yeah, I, I always try to think about that. And that definitely makes me, makes me happy. and want to, want to help other people to, to be happy too. So yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Fatima. I am so happy for you. So again, guys, November 3rd, CFFC, Fatima is going to get a title. So go watch her on fight pass. Thank you so much for joining the podcast. We will be uh, following your career as you head off into the UFC and claim gold there. Make sure you come back to the podcast to show us all the gold that you accumulate, please. (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you for having me. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much, Fatima, and have a wonderful day. Thank you. Bye, guys. Good luck. Bye. There she is, Fatima Klein, kicking butt. Rain, what a lovely young athlete, 23 years old. I know she's super sweet. I, I, I was actually guessing that she was going to say 10 on how happy Me she too. was. It's Me like, too. She's all smiling during the yeah. interview and you can, you can yeah. tell how grateful she is. Um, and she's very confident. Um, and I love how with that confidence, you can tell she's very determined to get to where she wants to be. Yeah. Yeah. And at, at such a young age too. I know. I really bombed with those questions. Hey. Eh? The uh, game show questions. She had no <laughs> clue about any of it. <laughs> I had no clue either, by the way. Only yeah. number four. It's really hard. Well, I thought number one, maybe, because I thought maybe her name was from the X-Men. Like oh, maybe she, or, or just, you know, calling yourself Archangel over time. That's the only Archangel I know is like the X-Men Archangel. But do you know that at all? No. He's been <laughs> in the you- movies. Like he's. He's been okay, in the first movies. of all, when you showed the image, I was like, is that Cyclops with wings? <laughs> yeah, okay. I Rain, I, I'm deleting that out, too. I'm just going to drop this oh, call actually. right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, guys, if you're here watching the podcast because of Fatima, thank you so much. Um, you know, I love having these young athletes on, like these mm-hmm. people that are just starting off their career and just about to go kick ass. Um, I love that they're so focused, too, like on UFC. It, yeah. that, I feel like that's funny, too, actually, because... With all the organizations out there, people are just like, no, it's UFC. Like it's UFC yeah. or bust, right? Like there's yeah. no, there's, there's nothing else in their future, which is even more highlights the fact that they are so far number one, that here's a girl who's been in Invicta, you know, mm-hmm. on a foreign run about to go get a title at, a, at another organization. And like, you know, she didn't even speak any of those other organizations names right like it wasn't like oh anyone you know i'd be happy to go no ufc that's it i'm, I'm going yeah. that's it yeah. yeah um but anyway so if you're here because of fatima thank you so much please follow and subscribe hit the bell do all that stuff leave comments whatever um next week on the podcast rain uh, so fatima fights next week when this releases she'll be fighting the week following next week we have on a guest who's a ufc fighter modestus how do I say the last name, Rain? It's really tough, and I'm not—I don't want to mess it up. Bukaskis. Bukaskis. I think uh, you you got to announce yeah, it very yeah. shortly, so that's up to you. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Um, I I um, fight on him on his Instagram. Yeah. As a video. Uh, yeah. Introducing himself. 
Okay. And with my bad memory, I already forgot. So Bukowskis. I'm going to ask you again later. later. Mo- yeah. Modestus Bukowskis. Now, this dude is crazy because people, you will remember, he's the guy that got his knee snapped in half by Khalil Roundtree in one of the grossest finishes. He gets range just so people understand this dude who's like a champion, like a two time uh, cage warriors champion. Like he's a big dude. He fights, gets his knee, like almost broken, broken. I think it was ACL, MCL, like everything busts. He then gets surgery or whatever recovers, goes back, reclaims the cage, the cage warriors championship comes back to UFC after two mm-hmm. other fights and is now on a two and uh, streak in the UFC. Crazy, crazy yeah. that this guy is able to rebound off that. So, so excited to speak to him next week. And then uh, down the road, we've got other people and, and people lined up. I also have a UFC doctor lined up. What? Yeah, like uh, all their contacts and mm. guests lined up. Yeah, like it's busy, you know. Um, but so we have a UFC doctor lined up because there was a thing that happened on the weekend. Uh where the doctor kind of like screwed up a few times and stuff. So we're going to have a doctor come on to kind of talk about stuff, you know? Uh, So lots of stuff. So follow around and keep us in check. But as we always do, we do a friends of the podcast update. The only thing that is important is rain (laughs) cruise announcing at UNF the 13th. 13th. Boom. Was it their 13th event? No. Yeah. Right. It was the 13th event. And it yep. lined up for a Halloween show. God dang. These guys are marketing geniuses, Ring. Talk about perfect timing. Oh, my God. Perfection. So tell us, how was the event and how did everything go? You know, the event was amazing. Uh, I'm going to start off with the weigh-ins. Um, you know, it was smooth sailing. Got to talk with, um, you know, the fighters. Obviously, I usually do my thing where I ask them, how do you pronounce your name where do you want me to you know announce your nickname and all that um i also met my co-announcer for that night chad fishburn amazing as well um so unf 13 this past saturday what a great event again from up next fighting amazing fights uh there were some bloody ones yeah yeah did you get any blood on your sparkly vest no no, because when um, people started kind of like backing up from the cage, so I kind of, you know, I was kind of like behind the people who were backing up. So I was like, all right, I think I'm in a good spot. Yeah, just hide and dodge it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I saw some, you know, blood outside of the cage because, you know, it kind of, you know, there's like, oh. I, I, I call it the rain of blood. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no good. pun intended, but yeah, I saw some blood outside of the cage. Um, right. But for sure, there were fights were in i kept saying oh my god and you know i was trying to save my voice as well so i wasn't trying to scream yeah, yeah. um but yeah it, it it was really good you know um being able to announce alongside chad was a great experience i learned a lot i learned a lot from him um and just being able to announce title fights oh especially from the amateur card man i i, I love 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 announcing amateur fighters um yeah. And I've mentioned this before, um, and it's because I want them to feel like they are on the right track. They are on the right, right path, you know? Yeah. Um, I want them to feel like, you know, let's say this is their first fight. You know, I want them to feel like, oh, my God, you know, everything that I trained for, I worked hard for, it's worth it. You know, just hearing my name and all that. So 
Yeah, I announced two uh, title fights from our uh, UNF Rising Stars division. So that's that's really cool. Very, very cool. Congratulations. Uh, I saw my good friend, Judge Mike Bell was there and he was mm-hmm. refereeing. He was saying that the venue is gorgeous. He goes, this oh, venue yeah. is like, beautiful. Like when you look at it, the tent and every, like the way it looks, it's, it's gorgeous. But very importantly, you met multiple time uh, appearance on this podcast, Mr. Matt Queso Padilla. Hi, Matt. What's going on, Matt? <laughs> I Enjoy. love his Queso Mania. <laughs> I mean, that dude is the best. So uh, you met Queso. You didn't have to sneak him in. He he was there legally. Like, yes. you didn't have to sneak him past security or anything like that. Yeah, that's good. Funny you said that. Someone actually asked me. He approached me um, sometime during the event. And, you know, because there's like a little uh, security uh, thing, um, you know, that separates yeah, yeah, yeah. from like the people working the event. Right. This guy approaches me and he's like, hey, um you know, will you let me through? And I was like, um, don't ask me. I don't have the authority to do that. You know, ask yeah, those yeah. guys over there. And he's like, I hate you. And I was like, okay, you can walk mm. away. It's okay. All right. Well, that's a criminal for sure then. So uh, <laughs> like, it's a good thing you didn't let him in. Uh, no, that's amazing. And so this, this gentleman that you said was announcing with you, you met him. So this was his first time or like, cause so, there's normally um, a few of you. Yes. So um, when I first announced at UNF, I met um, Ray Flores, who is now uh, doing play-by-play for 1FC. And um, congratulations to him, by the way. And then uh, Chad Fishburn, he is the one who announces for our club UNF fights. And uh, I met him for the first time at our weigh-ins event. And uh, we tag team um, for UNF 13 to announce uh, the fight. So he announced the pro fights and I announced the AMI fights. Nice, nice. That's amazing. It looks so amazing. I'm so happy for you. Uh, I've got good news and bad news for you. Oh, no. For me personally. So what do you want? Good or or bad first? Let's start with bad. So that way we can, you know, bounce back with the good news. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully the good news is that good. So you know how you've complained before about like my haircut being bad and stuff. Mm -hmm. And you said like, I got to look better. So... Uh, the hair is going to just get worse. Oh God. Are you going to shave it off? No, no, (laughs) (laughs) no. It's just going to get more and more moppy uh, over the the next couple weeks because the good news is I think I'm like very close to confirming, but like pretty much 99% sure I am headed back to the East coast to go check out FLA 12 on November 18th. But that's that's why then I got to wait to get my hair cut closer too. otherwise it's going to be in an awkward transition period. So bad news, you know, just put your hand over this side of the screen. Good news. Good news. Right. Timmy B is going back to Atlantic Canada and going to check out FLA 12. So I'm very, very excited for that. And again, you know, I greatly appreciate those guys so much for having me there. So here I'm actually just going to drag my notes and cover yeah, your just, side of the screen now. There yeah, you yeah. go. There feel, you go. Feel free, to, feel free to do that at home. Thank you very much, Ring. Uh, so yeah, so that's my good news, bad news. And that's our Friends of the Podcast update, which is really just us two. So hey. Well, congratulations. Oh, by the way, um, since we're talking about the Friends of the Podcast, I saw a bunch of our friends at a podcast at UNF 13. Um, next time I will be taking pictures with you guys. So I know you guys are listening right now. So yes, get ready. Well, yeah. <laughs> I saw Khalil Pearson, the luscious Gordo. Yes. Um, the man. Yeah. I saw yeah, Chris Levin, uh, Mike Bell, 
and um, who else? Oh, Matt Padilla. And Matt Padilla, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was funny. Like he walked up to me and he's like, Rain? And I was like, uh, and he's like, oh, Matt. Oh, Matt. Oh, hi. He's the funniest dude. Matt has the funniest personality. Like he's so calm and dry. Like he's so funny. I love that guy. Um, I'm very glad that I met him through this podcast. But And we've been friends ever since. So he's That's such awesome. a cool guy. He'll be back. For, I mean, at the very least, he'll be back for our year-end show because I like bringing him in for our year-end awards and stuff. He's very knowledgeable. This dude watches everything. And, That's uh, awesome. Yeah, so he's a good dude. All right, we got to talk about some disgusting stuff. Oh, God. First off, we got to talk about what happened at UFC because this is gross. I was going to talk to Fatima about it. I had it in the questions, but she was just too lovely and too happy that I didn't want to talk about something nasty. But it's the staph infection, okay? So this girl, I'm going to play this quick, quick video. And this is the translator translating for her when asked about her staph infection. If you're anything into MMA, you've seen this. My manager was fighting with the doctors because they just checked me after the fight. And they said, why didn't you tell us before? Because we would have had to take you off the fight. This this dummy. Like, do you know what staph infection is? I mean, I know it's gross. <laughs> I don't want to explain it, but I, it's just gross. <laughs> well, what, okay. In all honesty, you know, knock on wood, I've never had staph infection. I don't know that I know anyone that have had it, but it's like, like, like balls of pus. Like abscess. And yeah. But it can be anywhere. Yeah. Like on your chest. I think I remember there was one time Kevin Motown Phenom Lee was in UFC and we're pretty sure he had it because he had this weird thing on his chest. Yeah. This chick had it in her, <laughs> right? Yeah, she did. She did uh, talk about it like full on in her interview, like that. And that, that clip that you play, like she she mentioned where it was. Um, <laughs> so I think during that interview, she was saying that like she's kind of like bloody where yeah know, infection is or was, and um, yeah, I, I felt bad for her, but at the same time, it's like I I feel like. If you do have something like that, I get it. You don't want to, you know, call off your fight. You don't want to, you know, yeah, you but, don't want to fight, but it's like, I, I don't know. You have to draw the line at some point. Yeah. I mean, I get it because she was, okay. So for those that don't know, she was making her UFC debut, uh, you know, so she's the first fight on the early prelims. This mm-hmm. is your opportunity. You're an undefeated seven and zero fighter. She was fighting Jin Yu Frey, who, I don't know, has lost her last like 37 fights. Like she was like a heavy favorite to win this fight. So it's like, look, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make it Um, so that people don't know. Staph infections are caused by staphylococcus bacteria. These types of germs are commonly found on the skin or in the nose of many healthy people. Most of the time, the bacteria causes no problems, but uh, staph infection can cause serious infections if it gets into the blood and can lead to sepsis or death. Okay, so it's not nothing. And then if you look up, how is staph, how do staph infections spread? Do you know? No. Staph infections can, staph infections can spread while talking about them on podcasts. Oh my God. Staph infections can spread on objects as well as from person to person. Staph bacteria can spread on clothing, towels, and bedding. So, like, if this chick is fighting and she's got this crap on her and she's the first fight on the early prelims, 
Yeah. You've put your nastiness everywhere. Yeah. And I feel bad for, you know, her opponent because it's like finding out after the fact, like, yeah. oh, like, no. Because, you know, there's been cases, Rain, where like there's a classic one where is it Paulo Costa against uh, Luke Rockhold where like he's bleeding and he pours the blood on his face. And that was I mean, it was kind of on purpose and kind of gross, but like that could happen. So you're just going to sit here with a disease that can cause sepsis or death. And just yeah. be bleeding on your, like, that's crazy disgusting. Yeah. Crazy disgusting, crazy bad. Dana White was noted as saying afterwards, like, hey, if you're going to lie about this, lie all the way home. Like, do not be telling anyone about this if you're going to lie, which you shouldn't. Rain, my question to you, what does the UFC do to do to Kova? You know, um, I was thinking about that earlier. Um, I, I really do feel bad because I, I, I understand why she did what she did, right? But the thing is, something like that puts your opponent, puts other people in danger or at risk of getting infected, getting sick. Um, death. And, and de- yeah, death too, right? And to me, um, you know, maybe a fine I feel like a warning will do as well, but I feel like a like getting fined for something like that, for lying about something like that. Um, I think that would kind of teach, you know, everyone a lesson that, hey, you know what? We do understand this is your opportunity, but at the same time, it's like, you know, if you're putting everybody else at risk, you know, no, you can't. And you should be fine for that. How much would you fine her? Oh God, I'm not good with money. <laughs> percentage wise, percentage wise, like how much of her, of what she made, would you find her? Hmm. Knowing that if you miss weight, you get fined twenty percent. Okay. So I mean, God, maybe twenty percent too. Hmm. Mostly, I'm 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 just gauging that because if you miss the weight, it's twenty percent. So to them, to come up with that number. It's already significant, right? To teach someone a lesson. I'll I go with guess. That. Or go with what? I will, I will go with 20% as well. Go with 20%. Yeah. Okay. I'm going with you fire her and you set an example. Oh, okay. I, I'm sorry. I'm sure she's a lovely girl. I'm sure whatever. But to do that, you put everybody at risk. You know, like... How do you how do you know the com- when the commentator like at the end is going to go talk to you and puts his arm around you and touches your sweat, know. touches your nastiness? The the referee, the judge, they're all touching you. They're all whatever. Your your stuff is squirting out, right? Like your sweat. I mean, right? But I guess the the is squirting out too. But you, you, I think you fire her. I think you fire mm-hmm. her. You set you set the tone. Look, she's a brand new fighter. Um, you know, wish her the best. Hopefully she'll go to one FC PFL, whatever, but you set the standard and go, yo, this mm. is a professional area. You, you got to come and you cannot do that. And you put everyone at risk. What if any of the, the headline fighters ends up contracting it from the mat that she was on now and dies? Like, what are you going to do then? What's your, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's freaking crazy. I feel like that's like yeah. so inexcusable that you just can't, um, there's, there's no coming back from that. I don't know. It's just gross. No, yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like, now it's like, if you 
if you see her in a car, then I feel like that might be like a, I don't know, something that people might remember or people, people will definitely remember. Um, you would think like, so. Yeah. And then if I'm going to be her opponent, that's like another thing in my head. Like, is she fighting me, you know, while she has this infection again? And, um, yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Nasty. It's so gross. And like, you know, especially like, you know, where it is too is what's even worse for her. Like, you know, and I feel so bad for her, but I feel like, uh, sorry, you can't do that. Like you can't put everyone at risk for your personal, personal gain, knowing that it's so bad. Like, yeah. So here's the thing because it was, you know, she, I mean, I'll just say it. She kept saying it was like in her butt. Right. So, but she said, you know, she mentioned that during her interview and, um, what do you think she would do or she would have done if it was in an area where, and she can't hide it? Cause like, well, that's the know, thing though. If you could an area where, and she can hide it. Right. So if, if, if it was in an area where, in you know, it's kind of like exposed, do you think she would have, you know, kind of backed out from the fight? I don't know. We've seen other people compete. That's why I'm thinking of the, the, the Kevin Lee Motown phenom one where he fought and they had some weird thing across his chest and everyone thought it was staph infection and stuff like that. So I don't know. You know, the other thing too is like, because it's a girl, right? Whereas a girl, like even if she had it like on her upper body, she could just go, you know what? I'm choosing to wear the shirt for this fight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, so you could even hide it even more. Like a, a female could hide it even more, um, you know, compared to guys. Compared to guys, who can, you know, you can't, right? But I don't know. I don't know what the rule is. I got to talk to, like, yeah. a professional fighter about this. Um, someone you'll see, maybe the doctor, when he comes on, talk to him about it. But it's crazy. Well, you, booked, you booked an appointment with the, with the doctor, so. Yeah, yeah hello. Uh, so, anyways, the title of this segment is You Nasty. <laughs> chick is nasty. I, it just, it's crazy, you know? Wish her all the best. Yeah. I just think the UFC has to say, hey, for our brand, you did it here. Goodbye. And then let her go to another organization. She can be as successful as she wants. And I hope she has a lovely, lovely life and all that. But I feel like you got to set some sort of standard. Otherwise, you're just encouraging other fighters to do the same and go, look, you gotta, you just look out for yourself. Bring in all your nasty diseases and roll around our mats. It's crazy. No, gross. Uh, on top of that happening at the weekend, I think both people that took short notice fights, Usman and Volkanovsky, Volkanovsky. both lost. Right. So the fight insight pro tip of the week, <laughs> stop taking short notice fights. So rain, my question to you, I was debating this with some of my um, fight group people on Instagram. We were talking about it. Like does a fighter really lose anything if they lose a short notice fight? I don't think so. I honestly think that, um, if you have an opportunity to fight and you think for yourself, right, you're comfortable to train, to prepare within X amount of days and a short notice, I think you should do it. If I'm a fighter, I would do it. Mostly because I think that, um, you know, if someone presents an opportunity for me um, on a short notice, I think they believe in me that I can handle it. Um, Wait, who believes in you? No, if someone approaches me, right? Like if a matchmaker approaches me, right? Yeah, because they want you to lose, Rain. Well, no, for me, it's like, I think it's like more like, okay, this person can handle it. I think I mostly see it that way. 
that, you know, you're, you're too good of a person. <laughs> They're finding cans to lose. They're finding people that will suck, that, that will take a beating and lose. Take that bait to lose, basically. I don't know. I, just, I, I think I, the, I think the number the number of people that win on short notice is very small, very slim. My 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 favorite Bobby Green. Uh-huh. He took a he took like I think it was like on a six day notice he fought uh, Islam. I think mm-hmm. it was Islam as well, right? And got smoked. I mean, I I think a lot of times these fighters maybe they take the fight. Of course, they believe they're going to win. Of course, a million percent yeah. they believe they're going to win. Of course, these are the highest level athletes, right? Of course, they think they're going to win. But when you're all high level, high level athletes and one guy has been training in camp so that his body peaks at this moment, right? Like I I studied kinesiology in school. I was like under this Russian guy that like had written books about your body peaking. There's ways Mm -hmm. to train so that your body hits maximum efficiency and output at a certain time, depending on the way you train and blah, blah, blah. Your opponent has done that and you're given 10 days. It, it's, you just can't like, even if you're equal level, it's, it's, there's science to this, you know, I don't know. Rain, you're too, you're too good of a person. You think that... <laughs> well, the thing is, it's the thing is to me, it, you know, at the end of the day, it's up to the fighter too. Do you want to take it or not? But right? okay. Hold on. Is it up to the fighter? Because you may worry because they go, Hey, do you want to take the short notice fight? If you don't, what does that mean? Oh, I see. Okay. Next see. time we're not coming calling. Next time you need a favor. Hey, you didn't do us a solid. Like, remember, these two fights were like the co-main and main event. So this mm-hmm. is like big mm-hmm. spots. We need to fill this so that we can sell this pay-per-view. This wasn't like a free card on a fight pass. You know what I mean? We True. Were so- I mean, maybe, maybe there's like a big, you know, amount of money involved too. I mean, the fight was in Abu Dhabi, right? It was mm-hmm. Or Saudi Arabia, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So- yeah. The desert. Um, yeah. So, you know, just judging by where the fight was, I can see a bunch of dollar dollar signs already. So maybe taking up on a short notice. So okay. A lot of dollar signs for these fighters. And right. Because yeah. So that leads me then to the back to the original question, which I was arguing with people online uh in my personal chat. Cause they were like, ah. It, who cares? Even if they lose, they've done the company a solid. I don't think these guys necessarily care that they lose a fight. I don't agree with that. I think these guys are professional fighters. Every win matters. Every yeah, yeah. loss matters. You know, 10 years down the road, when we look at the record books, you're not going to go, well, minus one of those losses on Usman's record. Because I yeah. don't notice lot. Like, no, nobody's going to care. They're going to look at his overall record. You know? Not only that, but if you go in and you lose and you lose badly yeah. or you get really hurt or something happens, right? Because you're taking a short notice for the money or to help out the company. I don't know. I don't know where I would go. Like if someone offered me a short notice fight, I don't know what I would do. It's, it's, it's an incredibly hard decision. But what are you laughing at? No one's offering me. No, a- I was just <laughs> like, I'm just like starting to think to myself too. If someone offers me like a bunch of money to fight, will I actually do it? No, I'm going to get destroyed. I'm not a fighter. But what if you had to fight like a fellow ring announcer? No. Like I, I saw you sizing up the guy. <laughs> I feel like you're going to fight my- him. You know, I don't know. You, you did a little bit of an aggressive move. I don't know. No, I'm just, I just, 
it's a weird thing. I think, look, stop taking short notice fights. Uh, that said, I think our guest next week, Modestus, I think he got back into the UFC on like a three day short notice fight or something. Like, I think that's how he got back in. Oh, wow. Was gave him a short notice and he came in and took it. If you're that guy, if, you, if you're someone looking for an opportunity to get in, of course you take it. Of course. If you're not signed to a professional league or whatever, and you're looking for that opportunity, of course you take those short notice fights. You stay ready, you be ready, and you take those fights and you do it because that's your shot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I feel like if you're at the top of the level and whatever, and I get it, you go, hey, we're fighters, fighters fight, blah, blah, blah. But it's just, it's your legacy. It's like everything. Like Not many people get a rematch against people too. It's like, once you lose to that guy, I don't know that yeah. you ever get that fight back. Yeah, that so, is true. Yeah. I don't know. Kind of weird, kind of weird. But uh, last thing that we will talk about, our last subject, we're doing very well on our time and on our subjects here. I feel like we're doing good. So this is called, and this is for you, Rain, Mr. Wonderful does it. And so can you. Now, Rain, Mr. Wonderful was a wrestler that wrestled probably... Maybe before your parents were born. I don't know. <laughs> Do you know Mr. Wonderful when I say that? Mr. Wonderful, Paul Orndorff? It's funny when you put, when I read the graphics as Mr. Wonderful, I thought of the guy from Shark Tank. Yes, he's called Mr. Wonderful too, actually. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes, we're not talking that Mr. Wonderful. We're talking about Mr. Wonderful, Paul Orndorff. And the reason why is because his finishing move used to be a pile driver. So I'm going to show you a video. I don't think you've seen this, but I'm going to show you a video. And this happened at some organization. I saw it online. It was on Fight Pass, I think. Watch how this fight finishes. And so if you're uh, watching, if you're listening only on audio, come on over to our Instagram where you can see this video. It's on one of my reels right now uh, at Fight Insight Podcast or come over and watch the YouTube video. But it's essentially someone in a choke. They pick the dude up and they spike his head multiple times. Rain, here we go. That looks painful. The dude is dead. I don't think he's really dead, but uh, gross. Really bad. Now, Rain, the question is. Is it legal? I don't think it should be. (laughs) (laughs) So. That's like something that you would see like at a street fight, I think. You know, you're just trying to to kill that person. Yeah. Or if you're watching wrestling, but then like in wrestling, it's not really meant to kill the person. But I feel like it's, yeah, I feel like it's too much. Yeah. Kind of way too much. Now. Yeah. So we put it on our Instagram. People were talking about it. The conversation was so funny. Some people were saying 100% it's legal. And some people saying, no way that's illegal. 100% that's illegal. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. People know that in the unified rules of MMA, spiking is illegal. And so everybody knows that. And if you go on the UFC website and you look at the rules, it goes fouls. And then it says spiking. Mm. But it doesn't give you any other information. If you go into the actual unified rules of MMA, spiking is defined. And I will um, say here that uh, spiking an opponent, you cannot spike the opponent to the canvas onto the head or neck, which is called pile driving. Mm. 
A pile driver is considered to be any throw where you control your opponent's body, placing his feet towards the sky with his head straight down and then forcing the opponent's head into the canvas. Right? So that's illegal. Then it should say, then it says though, and here's the kicker. It should be noted that when a fighter is placed into a submission hold by their opponent, if that fighter is capable of elevating their opponent, they may bring that opponent down in any fashion they desire because they are not in control of their opponent's body. Mm. So the video we watched that is super gross and nasty, it is legal. Because the guy on the bottom was trying to do a buggy choke. That guy just stands up, tilts his head downwards. Bam, bam, twice. And the dude was out, like unconscious. I bet. God bless that man. And I, yeah, like God bless that man. I hope that he's okay. Yeah, I hope so too. Yeah, he was down for a long time. And then the video ended and I don't know what happened. But. So rain, very gross, but I just wanted to clarify the air here and rain next time you're fighting. <laughs> if they have you in a hold, you're able to then spike them on the head. Okay. Now good that's know. good to know. That's good to know. Yeah. Now, you know, I'm not questioning that in my head if this is legal or not. No, you just do it. You just do it. But do it's it. gross. Right. Uh, It's crazy. There are certain things we realize that are legal in MMA. That are kind of freaking pretty bad. Yeah. So it's very interesting. And again, next week's guest. He had that move done on him by Khalil, which many people at the time were saying that should be illegal because what Khalil did was he um, like kind of stomped down on the leg. Mm hmm. Like, so instead of like, imagine like stomping down, but then you stomp down right into the person's knee. And so it just kind of cracked the knee. Like it wasn't a kick. You know what I mean? So it's really gross. And you're like, well, and so the thing here is like, what if people do this all the time? Yeah. Like that's where it kind of becomes a problem. Same thing as, and we've talked about this podcast before. Like if you have someone in an arm bar, you know how like they kind of like just slowly start bending the arm and then the person taps to submit. There is nothing in the rules to prevent you when you get the arm bar to just go and just go really really fast. Yeah. There's nothing apparently to prevent you from doing that. Aside from the fact that I guess nobody will fight you again if you were to do something like that. But those things are crazy. Like kind of like, oh, so there's like some weird area here of like kind of like really gross stuff that can happen. But yeah. So have I crush this podcast to a dying halt you you very like <laughs> a lot of nasty stuff in this episode by the yeah, way yeah yeah this is a very gross episode uh but yeah so that's i mean that's it that's 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 what we got uh rain we're coming to the end of this podcast is there anything that you <laughs> is there anything that you wanted to say to people or anything else that you wanted to shout out when are you next at unf do we know Oh, I don't know yet, but I know the next show is on December 2nd, UNF 14. So I'm excited for that. Um, Cause uh, what, that's going to be what in like two months. I can't count. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Months. Almost like just a little almost. after two months. Yeah, yeah. So are you like, you're crossing fingers for that too? Is that I'm crossing my fingers that they yeah. need me for that one. Nice. But um, 
it still won't stop me to promote UNF 14 December 2nd. Yes. And there is an app now, an official Up Next Fighting app. Oh. So you can download that app, um, find it on, is it an app store for Apple? Yeah. Right? Whatever, okay. yeah. Yeah, sure. The app store or Google Play. Uh, the official Up Next Fighting app is now available. So please make sure to download that to stay connected with your Up Next Fighting family. There it is. It's here on, uh, yeah, on the app or on my uh, Google Play Store. You can't really see. Oh, you have an Android too. Perfect. I, I have know. an Android. Yeah. So okay. it exists on Android uh, phones. Very Ladies cool. And there you go. So what do we do on this app? I think you can um, can sign up for um, push notifications and you get like free stuff, I think. Don't quote okay. me on that, but I know there's like rain crews. I haven't downloaded the app because prom- I promised free stuff from no. Up Next Fighting, so that's pretty good. No. Uh, it's asking for all my credit card information and uh, personal banking. Is that normal? That's good. It's fine. I'm what? Just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, we will see what it is. Oh, it's pretty cool. Like it starts up and it's got the logo. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Where Perfect. do I? Where do we uh, charge Up Next Fighting for all this uh, promotion we're doing on the podcast? <laughs> get that going on uh very cool okay yeah hey look at this all right a bunch of stuff on here i will check that out uh we can find rain crews on instagram at ringside rain as always at ringside rain also at on ringside. tiktok nice and Twitter. um but yeah thank you to uh fatima for being here with us yeah fatima was awesome uh we did not get the terrible stories about her from her friends or family a few, <laughs> a few of them reached out to me and i was like oh anything embarrassing you can share and they're like mm-hmm. And then they just uh, ghosted me. So they did not say that. But they liked all the stories and they were like very happy that she's coming on. So, uh, yeah, we kept it clean. What a nice girl. Nothing but, I mean, nothing but good things for these people, right? That are doing these crazy stuff. And like, it's just so amazing, right? Like you just see it. And the, the world has changed so much. Like, can you imagine when her parents had her as a baby and then had all their siblings who knows what your kids are going to be. And the next thing you know, they're all fighters. And then mom and dad start training. Like, I know, right? It's such a cool thing. It's so healthy for people. It's good for people. So yeah, it's cool. But uh, no, that's amazing. People have been asking me as well. I'm just going to say this at the end for the diehards that listen to the whole podcast. People ask me like why I keep looking down sometimes. A, it's because I have my notes that I have on my phone, right? For my questions and stuff like that. But B, it's because my kitten is running around all the time and I'm trying to like watch that everything's okay. So that's why I keep looking down, especially to the right. That's why I look down. But yeah. Uh, Rain, thank you so much for joining the podcast. It's been an excellent episode. Fatima was amazing. Talked about all our nasty stuff. And uh, next week, UFC fighter Modestus Bokakis. 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 We'll figure it out before that episode. All right. See you later, Rain. Have a good one. Have a good one. Thank you. Bye.